Hi there, welcome to another episode of the EcoSend podcast. And it's not just any episode this week, it's our final episode of series one. And because of that, we thought we'd try something a little bit different this week. And instead of me asking the questions, it's going to be my good friend here, Chris. So I'm going to stop talking now and hand it right over to Chris, who's going to take it away. Go for it, Chris. Thank you, James. Happy, happy to be here. Happy to be turning the tables on you this time. <laughs> so at least versus if, if you happen to be tuning in just for the first time uh, to the podcast, the Ecosend podcast, what is it all about? It's a platform where uh, James has been interviewing founders, marketers and leaders in sustainability, um, people in the space who are creating more climate community focused businesses. Uh, we've also been using the podcast to document our own journey um, here at Go Squared as we take our next steps to becoming uh, a more climate focused business, learning the things we should and we shouldn't be doing uh, in order to move along uh, in the right direction. Um, so today, as we look back on the episodes of uh, the show that James has hosted so far, I think it's going to be a great opportunity to dive into some of the lessons um, that we've been learning from our guests uh, to understand a bit more on how um, how James, you've taken these lessons, some of the knowledge from the episodes so far, uh, how you think that will contribute to shaping you know, 2023 as we're on the cusp of it for uh, for you and the company. Um, so throughout season one, we obviously learned a lot of reasons to be to be concerned about the current climate situation, but also I think quite a few reasons to be hopeful for the future. Um, I know personally, I was quite surprised to hear speakers like uh, like Charlotte and Maria talking very enthusiastically about the future um, and how digital channels in particular can be harnessed for good. Uh, even channels like TikTok, which I know aren't necessarily always linked to uh, positive climate outcomes, but stepping back and reflecting on the series as a whole, would you say you feel optimistic or pessimistic about the future of sustainability uh, in software and, and business in general? Great, great question, Chris, and uh, thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> um, I, I've got, I can get used to this. This is great. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah, well, for a start, I think I'm just amazed. I, I feel um, from the show so far, like I, I'm amazed at where it's got gotten to over. It feels like, um, you know, only yesterday that we were starting to just think about doing a, a podcast, and I'm just so thrilled with how Series 1 has gone and and how many amazing people we've we've ended up speaking to and uh and uh how many listeners have uh, been getting in touch as well to say they've been enjoying it and finding it inspirational or helpful so been very reassuring and um uh and and in terms of series one like as we said as you said just there like a whole part of uh the the intention here was for us to to educate ourselves uh and and to educate ourselves and to share that with others. And I think that's certainly been the case. I, I feel like my own understanding of what businesses can be doing, should be doing, uh, what individuals and consumers should have, uh, are in control of, um, has, I, I feel like I, it's night and day where, where I, my understanding is. So um, in terms of feeling optimistic or pessimistic about the future, I, I am naturally an optimist, <laughs> um, so I, I tend to try to see the positives in things. Uh, but I, I do think there's a lot to be alarmed about and a lot to be um, concerned about. But I think 
overall my optimism is is high, higher than ever because it, it the the series and the show so far and all of the conversations we've been having has really made me realize how there's so many incredibly smart minds putting their all into doing something about the challenges we face and that as a i don't know as a generation or as a bunch of people on the planet like we're we're this where we are these people who have got to tackle this and we've got to do something about it and i think it's uh there's lots of other challenges we could be faced with but this is an incredibly it's a critical one and and to have so many entrepreneurial creative minds um working on possible solutions and ways we can do things whether it's you know small changes in our daily lives to rethinking how companies should be doing their marketing to um to other huge changes that we can all be making i it feels like the the yeah the optimism is there that we've got some of our best people on this <laughs> and uh and and that we are building awareness and that especially the entrepreneurial communities that we're speaking to are putting the climate front of mind and and the world has changed a lot in 10 years with more and more people being entrepreneurial and i think a lot of that in the last 10 years has maybe not been purely about the climate but i think the next 10 years there'll be just more and more of that entrepreneurial mindset combined with care and deep um focus on on how we address some of these climate challenges and that should put us in good stead to tackle what's ahead of us that definitely resonates i think i can't quite remember the quote where the show was from i think it was the netflix show about uh detrimental the detrimental elements of social media and the quotes along the lines of uh the greatest minds of our generation are all focused on getting people to click on ads uh and it's interesting mm. listening to the podcast that no there are actually very switched on very intelligent business minded individuals um using that business um acumen but for good and focusing on sustainable ventures and you know not just profitable costs but building yeah. successful businesses alongside positive impacts for the local community the local environment so a lot of encouraging yeah. um elements to that yeah absolutely and i know we've talked about it quite a lot i think we may have covered it on our on one of the first shows actually chris like around um you know business being for profit and charity being mm -hmm. helping and doing good and these two very separate worlds and and it doesn't have to be like that and i think the the podcast has shown that the more you go and explore and try to find more businesses that are doing the right thing the the more you find that there are many out there and maybe that some of the challenges are really around the awareness and making sure we're supporting those businesses from every angle we can and and making those more the default than the businesses that put profit above profit and growth above all else and um i think for for all of us whether we're businesses buying from other businesses or consumers with the decisions of what we buy and how we spend our money those are some uh, big things i think to to that hopefully everyone can be factoring in um to the complex web of decision making we all make on a daily basis but i think 
more businesses doing more good is uh, an upward trend. And that's uh, something to be very positive about, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. But do you feel that there, excuse me, do you feel that there are any particular pitfalls that you know these sustainability focused businesses need to be aware of, things that could potentially derail such efforts in the future? Yeah, I think um, I think that it is it is difficult for any businesses um, that have a focus on sustainability or the climate at the moment because not everyone cares still not every consumer cares not every business cares and you look around the world like particularly in the uk we have this tremendous cost of living crisis going on which um you know people are, are not necessarily putting the climate at the top of their agenda because they've got to put bread on the table and they've got to pay bills and um, and so I think for any business tasked with, you know, trying to, that really wants to make an impact, you've got to remember that not everyone cares as much as you. And you've got to find ways to increase education and awareness. You've got to find ways to get people to care, to find ways where there doesn't have to be a trade-off so much or a compromise that, like, I'm going to pay more to support a business that cares about the climate or I'm going to have an inferior product because it's more sustainably made. Um, I, I think sometimes that's been, I think that has been a challenge um, and it, it continues to be a challenge for businesses and, uh, but it's surmountable. And I know that's something we definitely tried to do with what we're doing with EcoSend where we're trying to build a product that, you don't have to compromise on functionality and features, uh, but you are doing something that is positive, having a positive impact on climate causes. You're putting your money in, into a business that is then putting its money into the right places. And um, so I, I think, I think, yeah, for, for businesses, it's, it's about rem remembering that there's still a long, long way to go before, <laughs> you know, 100% of the population cares about the same stuff that you care about. Um, and I also think that, yeah, in some ways it can be quite easy to get complacent. You know, it, you can do some, you can do one or two things. You can, you know, it, as we have started doing, planting trees, you can do things like that these days, which are, you know, you don't have to go get a shovel to go plant a tree. You, there are services you can give five pounds. Like any of us could go off online and pay five pounds and plant probably many trees right now. <clears throat> but that that is not in itself addressing the problems we really need to face. It's certainly not hurting. And it's great. Like we all, like doing more of that is great. Like it's much better seeing people spend five quid and plant trees rather than five quid and I don't know buy a plastic toy or something but um but but it, it it's not about that in its in in isolation it's about making bigger challenge bigger changes in our lives in our way we run businesses and um and and making some tougher tougher decisions and uh and and re remembering that like there's a lot of 
bad stuff the world is we as a population have been doing to the planet for a very long time and because we're getting more aware of it now aware of it now we're starting to do things about it now doesn't mean we're going to get ourselves to the place we need to fast enough we've got to undo decades of bad stuff and that is that is not something we can be complacent about we've got a lot of work to do and for the most part we're just getting started as a human race i think um so yeah i i'm not i think yeah don't get complacent don't get complacent um and don't fool yourself into thinking that everyone cares as much as you do because uh i think the vast majority of the world unfortunately still still needs to care more uh, yeah absolutely yeah, it feels like such a crucial point making people care and i think it was, it was sanjay at on hand mentioning needing to gamify for good so it has to be that doing doing the right thing is incentivized and it's not seen as a trade-off where you get less but you're doing a good thing and you kind of feel the a, a sort of shame or shamed into doing it or you don't have to do it it's yeah actually, this is also there's a positive reason for you as well um it's that yeah one for people i think is, is so important yeah yeah there was a great phrase i think sanjay had which i it, it is escaping my mind now but it was along the lines of like essentially win 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 <laughs> um for you know like some like the more People can do the right thing and they benefit from it. The climate benefits from it. Other people benefit from it. Like there's a lot of things in the world that, that no one actually is moving out from <laughs> and finding those uh, activities, those things we could be doing um, is great. Uh, I'll try and find the, the phrase I'm trying to think of, but it, uh, it, it escapes me now, which is annoying. <laughs> Check out the Sanjay episode if, if, uh, if that intrigues you too. <laughs> I know, I know I've learned a ton um, from season one about how some of these businesses are responding to, to help address the, the climate challenge. I think it's something I was very much in the dark about before myself. I, you know, I somewhat presumed that tackling climate was, was relegated to activists and in some cases uh, to politicians, but that the business, uh, the business sector largely stood outside of this or, or if anything, it was a negative contributing factor. Um, how would you say your impression of the, let's say, the state of sustainability in software was prior to hosting the podcast, and how has that changed to how you see things now? Yeah, I, I think we've still got a long way to go on, um, particularly with with software and the understanding of the carbon footprint of our digital activities is still. You know, I talk about this as if the podcast was started years ago, but you know, only a few months ago, um, if that actually. And and I I think, I think in that short time, there's been a big realization for us that like that there are people that are starting to make this a bigger deal. There are companies that are showing that this matters. You know, there's. Uh, seeing companies like Cloudflare doing doing things to help with um, optimizing page page loads and how you crawl the web as a search indexer and and how to do that in a in a way that's more efficient but also has very beneficial uh, knock-on effects for the carbon footprint of doing that activity which is to be using less computing resource um, and so yeah I, I think uh, there's 
there's growing awareness and you know you're starting to see it seep into mainstream media with people realizing that like actually all these websites you use all of these all of the software you might use as a business but all of the netflix you watch the um whatever whatever activities you have like those all reside on data servers in data centers which are powered by energy which comes from a grid somewhere and most more often than i think anyone would like that's not coming from lovely clean solar or um or or other other renewable sources so um i think i think there's this growing awareness uh again though i think it comes back to the sort of the no compromise thing because it's it's partly uh you know these services aren't necessarily going to change by themselves so uh i i i think a lot of the change that needs to happen there is more competition and i think more brands will start to exist that are digital brands that have uh have a a focus on the climate and uh show provably what they're doing to to offset or undo the carbon emissions that are being caused by the digital sector so um yeah i think i think people there is certainly more and more awareness we're still just at the very earliest stages of that awareness and um i think sometimes i can be lured into hoping that things are getting a lot better a lot quicker than they are um you know you see in the uk we've had coal power stations starting to be built uh, even in the uk this year like th- this month i think new coal power power stations being built and when you hear about things like that happening here and around the world you realize that for all the work going on with greener and cleaner energy pro- pro- like energy sources which is ultimately what helps with a lot of the carbon footprint of digital um we we've, we've we're still doing some really stupid things as a as a human race so um we've got to got to fix up some of that and uh, i think i think the next few years are going to see or maybe even the next few months like the the hopefully um more and more software businesses digital businesses not ignoring the the impact they have on the world absolutely absolutely and take, taking things a bit more um, internally, I suppose, obviously here at GoSquare, yeah. we've been making uh, quite a concentrated effort recently to make sustainability a really central focus to our mission and with our new EcoSend platform. And a lot of the guests on the podcast are already really leading the way in terms of building brands or platforms who have a positive impact on local community and on environment. Um, we'd be great to know, have you found any examples in particular you'd like to incorporate into into go squared or into ecosend as we look to the year to come yeah for sure i mean there's almost something we could put out from like every episode i feel but um i think i'd i'd probably have to start with sanjay from on hand again in that a lot of the activities we've done as a team have been influenced and inspired by using on hand um absolutely which which has been huge so that and within that there's been aspects of like the benefits to us as a team getting together there's been the uh, friendly competition of who can get the most points and plant the most trees um, 
and yeah and uh and uh you know i think that's been a very like like breaking that into the team and our culture and as we go into the new year bringing new people onto the team like that's been i think that's become very core to like our yeah our culture as, as a as a team um and so that's been fantastic i think in similar ways like we have the uh the episode with uh, Nudge app and uh, Meg and Jenna talking about like how we can be making small changes. I've I've always been a fan of like um, atomic habits and things like that, where you you make small changes, but they you know get one percent better each each day or whatever, and uh, and th- those actually have huge huge ch- like impact uh, when you look at them in the longer run, and so. I like I like that as well because it, it overlaps a lot. Like you know, you don't have to, I don't know, go out and um, buy a Tesla tomorrow, and uh, <laughs> and and that's the only thing you can do to go green. I mean, you'd probably be better off not having a car at all. But anyway, let's not go down that route. But um, going and like making small changes, like switching some lights off and being more conscious of those things, like starts baking in this like different way of thinking into to your daily life and I, I love that uh I think um definitely some things uh I know I think it's Mona's episode um and, and maybe we talked about it with Maria as well but um talking about sort of green washing uh and um as a business and as like people writing copy and doing marketing making sure you're not saying the wrong things. And so there's been aspects of like learning more about the green claims code that we have here in the UK. Um, but on the flip side of that, I, I think I think it was Mona who was talking about green hushing and also as a business, like making sure you don't feel so afraid to speak about things that you don't say anything at all. And that overall, we need to be more supportive of businesses trying to do the right thing. And, uh, and and making sure that if people do say the wrong thing, that we don't come down on them with a ton of bricks. Like, be supportive, help people out, help each other out. Because at the end of the day, more businesses, more people trying to do the right thing is is what we all want. Um, and then I think the final one would be like, I know, uh, I think we touched on it with Matt, the plant, and also Charlotte from Stories Behind Things. The sort of narrative you're weaving and how you um articulate a story around what you're what you're doing as a business and i think people love a good story and with this i I think it can be a really great way to bring people into your way of thinking and um encourage more people to do the right thing if you um if you can have a great story that shows the reason for why you care about this and uh and what your intentions are what your mission is so i i I don't know that's to name a few things but so many more <laughs> things if i go and listen to the whole series again i'm sure i'd come up with another 20 uh things that we probably want to do based off all the great chats we've had amazing amazing um i guess you know speaking of you know 2023 what would you say is is your hope for for the year to come and so specifically what you think would need to happen for you to consider at this point in another 12 months 12 months time the year to have been a success Uh, yeah, I guess for us all to be driving around in electric Aston Martins. No, um, I think uh, I think 
2023 uh, feels like a year that's pivotal for a lot of businesses to really be stepping up to the mark. I feel like in some ways we've been building up and building up in 2022 to, 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 to be raising awareness, to be the, the awareness of what's going on, I think is, is more than ever. And I, I think 2023, I'd love to see just a, a dramatic increase in the number of businesses that are putting the climate and sustainability and carbon offset and carbon removal um, and, and and goodness knows what other causes uh, like at the front and center of what they're about. And I think, I, th- I think in 2023 that that is, I would hope that we get to the end of 2023 and we see like, wow, look at, look at this. It's no longer people raising their eyebrows. If you say that you're trying to tackle some, tackle some of the challenges of the digital, the carbon footprint of digital activity, like that's no longer a weird thing or a thing like, oh, really? I didn't know about that. If we can get to the end of the next year and people are, like the more people than not when we speak to them are already aware of that and already keen to do something about it then then that's going to be a great thing for for everyone i think and yeah i i i think for more and more businesses to to realize that they don't need to go off and be a charity or they don't need to put growth and profit above everything or that growth and profit can coexist with doing more positive things for the world and um i think i think when you look at it it, employees team members want that they want to be working for companies that care about that as individuals we all want that as consumers as people who in who are fortunate enough to inhabit the planet um we all want that so i'm hoping that we will see that trend continue and increase in its uh, in its momentum um, as as tw- yeah as, as next year goes on. I think. Fantastic. We'll see where we are this time next year, twentieth of December. We'll have to yeah, we'll have to check back in, huh? <laughs> Thanks, James. Yeah. Uh, I suppose rounding rounding things off um, you know, with the closing question, I. I imagine that you know, spearheading the movement of, of our company into the sustainability space must be both exciting, but also challenging. Um, I think it'd be great to know if you have any, maybe any closing comments or suggestions for people out there who've you know, maybe taken some inspiration from season one of the podcast and want to start incorporating their interest in tackling change or, or other causes into the working life, whether they are business leaders themselves or you know, people just working in, in companies who who want to bring that element of their perhaps of their personal life into their working life? Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great one to be finishing on because I think it kind of builds on exactly why we've been doing the show uh, for for all the episodes we've done and why we've been speaking to so many great people. It, you know, each person we've spoken to has given us something that we could take as advice um, and. I, I think there's a probably a few that I would would cover. One would be um, that there's there's more 
there's more help out there than ever to to run your business in a more sustainable way. There's more education. There's more advice. There's more software tooling out there to to help you with that. And so you're not on your own. Like I'm trying to trying to figure a lot of this out. And so. I would probably say that, yeah, Googling around and even looking at some of the businesses from the people we've spoken to on the the podcast so far is a, is a great place to, to start. Um, I'd also say that uh, don't relegate uh, these matters to one person in the company. I think it's important to have one person who's like the, the leading leading the charge, like making it, making it um their their mission but don't let it solely be that person that does anything about it and i think for from what we've seen like chris you've done so much to drive our awareness of uh these these causes and um break down barriers to make it easier for us to do something about the the climate um but we've also i think done a good job of making sure everyone on the team can get involved and and can be part of it and that's been just such a great thing for us and team morale and bringing us together and sharing those kind of value, values together. Um, and, and it's also meant we have more impact because there's more people doing more things. And then each of those people, they go home and they then talk to family members and friends about it. And it sort of spreads more and more. So it's so much benefit from it being a, a considered a team thing to, to care about this stuff. Um, and then I think probably last but not least would be to, to start, to just start small. And I think that, that comes as sort of the kind of advice for any sort of change you want to make in your life. You know, sometimes you can want to go all in and, uh, I don't know, like cut yourself off from the grid and, uh, <laughs> you know, build a turbine in your garden and I don't know, um, yeah, you can try and do it all. And, you know, maybe some people that's that's feasible. But I think often that's a bit like when people try and, uh, you know, start a big diet and go to the gym is part of their New Year's resolutions. Those things can often fall by the wayside. But I think 